Welcome to a very special five-part Christmas edition of Sacred City Vision Drip. Over the next five days as we approach Christmas, I'm going to pull from the hymnal five of my most favorite Christmas hymns, and I want to call your attention to some of the most beautiful lyrics that have ever been written. So that as we sing these hymns together in church or you play them in your homes, your appreciation for this music deepens. So grab some hot cocoa, put on that Christmas sweater, get that Spotify playlist ready, and let's dig into some of these great songs together. Christmas Eve. Hey, we made it. I did five in a row, and uh, this is going to conclude this Christmas series because tomorrow it's Christmas Day, and I'm just gonna just gonna go out on a limb and say, hey, you're you're gonna one. Uh, kids are probably going to wake you up early tomorrow. Uh, do the present thing because man, kids cannot just wait for presents. We got to get to it. So we'll look for that early uh, wake up call tomorrow morning from the kids. Then after everybody opens up every single last gift and everybody's mom and dad are got big grins to see their kids so happy celebrating Christmas and the joy of giving gifts and just being reminded of the greatest gift, probably sit down for a nice breakfast. We typically do cinnamon rolls, big old juicy, yummy cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. And, uh, you know, and then by about nine o'clock, you're going to be wondering what, what do we do with the rest of the day? And, uh, the good news is you can just, you know, if you want to just keep your jammies on, uh, let, at least let the kids keep their jammies on. And then you come on up to the church at 10 o'clock and we're going to have ourselves a little Sunday morning, Christmas worship service for the whole family. That's what we're going to do. And, uh, we're going to celebrate the day of our, our savior's birth the right way when it lands on a, a Lord's day. But, um, and, and you know, and I'm pretty sure, I'm 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 not a hundred percent certain, but I'm pretty sure that this song I'm going to talk about is going to be sung uh, on Christmas morning with us. So this one is the the fifth n- number five number one actually. If you go, if it's a countdown, this is number one. And uh, you know, this is a staple. This is one that really shouldn't catch anybody off guard here. Um, you know, actually, let me do this first. There's a couple honorable mentions that I want to I want to throw out there. First of all, um, "Oh Come All You Faithful," uh, that's a great one. I love love that song. Another honorable mention, uh, "Angels We Have Heard on High," sweetly singing over the plains. Such a great one. Uh, so a couple honorable mentions. But here, here we are, capping it off. Uh, my five favorite with Joy to the World. This is written by Sir Isaac Watts, great hymn writer, uh, and he gives us this this staple of a Christmas hymn. Uh, and this is one that everybody, everybody ought to know uh, because it is, uh, honestly, we, uh, Becca and I were watching a Christmas movie the other night, not, not, not necessarily a good one, 
uh, I guess we're, we're not done yet. It's halfway done, so it's still be t- to determined um, if it's good or not. But this song was featured, and as it was being sung, I just got goosebumps, guys, because this song is so good, and it's it's just blasting truth, and it's one of those songs that's played all the time, uh, regardless if it's like a Christian radio station or just your normal uh, Christmas music, which... You know, it's so crazy that there's some Christmas music that's detached from the story of Christmas. Um, but anyway, that that's a whole whole nother thing. But but this song is one of those songs that always pops up, and whenever it does, I'm so happy to hear it because it's full of truth, declaring uh, the the kingship of Jesus, lordship of Jesus over all the earth, and uh, and it's, it's got a lot of gospel proclamations, and I love it. Great song. Um, so let me break down for you, uh, joy to the world. Um, f- super familiar, I'm sure, uh, but but we can unpack some of these things. Um, here we go. Verse 1, joy to the world, the Lord is come. He is come. He has come. He he is here with us now. He says, wherever two or three are gathered, there I am. Um, and even in the Great Commission, uh, behold, I'm with you till the end of the age. There's great, there is great promise in knowing that Jesus, the Lord, our Emmanuel, is here with us. He's, he has come, uh, and he will come again. Uh, let earth receive her king. Now, this is, this is a crazy, guys. I don't know if you realize how crazy uh, this 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 song is because it's declaring the kingship of Jesus. It's, it's declaring that Christ is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, that every ruler, every, every power in the world, every, every leader in the cosmos is, uh, subordinate to Christ, the King. And so this line, let earth receive her King. And so the, the cry of Christians, the desire that we have as Christians, as missionaries is that all of the earth would receive her king, that that nobody would turn away, nobody would rebel, no one would push away from Jesus because he is the the true king and he rules the world, or it goes on later, he rules the world with truth and grace, right? That's the kind of king that he he is. He rules with truth and grace. That's a little sneak peek at verse four. Um, and so let every heart prepare him room. Every heart, wow. Can we, we ought to just, we just ought to pray that every single day that, that, uh, Every heart would prepare him room. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. So just the fact that the church isn't the only one singing here, guys. Uh, The church isn't the only one singing the the praises to God because heaven and nature are both singing. And even there's that line and thing in Luke, is it 19? If if the church is silent, if God's people are silent, the rocks will cry out. Nature's going to sing over us. We don't want to be shown up by nature uh, because we actually got voices. And so when those trees start singing and clapping their hands, man, we, we can't let them put us to shame. Um, heaven and nature sing, heaven and nature sing. Verse two, joy to the earth, the savior reigns. Again, going back to the kingship of Jesus, the savior reigns. So king, Lord, savior, all of those titles, all of those offices that Jesus fulfills are, are fulfilled or filled by him. Uh, let men their songs employ. So not just heaven and nature sing now, but let men employ their songs. Well, fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sound in joy. So again, nature is singing. Hey, if nature's singing, loud. Why aren't you singing loud? All right. That's why, that's why we got the song of joy to the world. So you can sing joy to the world. No more let sin or sorrow grow. This is verse three here. No more let sin or sorrow grow. 
I love this line too, because here, here, uh, the curse, uh, brokenness of sin finds its antidote that, that there can be a stoppage to, uh, the bleeding out of our world. No more let sin and sorrow grow. See the power of the gospel works so potently that it can stop us. It can keep us from sinning. Now it doesn't make us sinless. It doesn't, it doesn't make it that we'll become perfect. We're not perfectionists. Um, but it does mean that the power of the gospel at work in you, you put the flesh to death. You stop sinning in certain ways so that the new man can come alive. So let the sin stop. Let the sorrows, uh, let the, the sorrows stop. Um, no more let sin and sorrow grow, nor thorns infest the ground. Now, this is all the, the, the curse imagery that we have all the way back Genesis chapter three, right? When, when uh, God tells Adam that he, he's still got a job to do, he's still got to tend to the ground, but it's going to be hard because it's going to be uh, swept by his brow and the, the thorns and thistles are going to make uh, his, his tending to uh, the husbandry, the tending to the ground um, way more difficult. So let that curse be lifted. No more let sins of sorrow grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow. So here we have the great reversal where, where sin had brought us curses. Uh, God's grace, the gospel brings blessing and just lavish blessing, grace upon grace upon grace, as far as the curse is found. So there's no place that the curse touches that the saving, redeeming grace of God does not touch. Far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found. Now, going back again to, to the kind of ruler that Jesus is, he rules the world, verse 4, with truth and, truth and grace and makes the nations proof the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders of his love. God rules. Jesus rules with truth and grace, so much so that the nations are proof of the glories of his righteousness. Not just that that uh, the, the, uh, the Jews uh, get to receive this blessing from God. Not just not just a s- small minority of people or nations in in the world. It is so that all of the peoples, all of the nations, again going back to the Great Commission, go teach all of the nations. Therefore, go and disciple the nations so that all of the nations can prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love. And, and that's exactly what it, when God breaks into a place that he, he reveals his grace, his love, his kindness, uh, the way that he, he sacrificed himself so that we could be brought into God's family and brought into a kingdom of heaven with him. Uh, it just proves the glories of Christ's righteousness because if Christ weren't righteous, he could not have done it for us. If he weren't sinless, he could not have paid the price for our sins and then us be vindicated. And so the the glories of Christ's righteousness and the wonders of his love are demonstrated through the gospel. And the gospel begins by Christ coming to earth in the form of a babe, uh, living a perfect life, dying the death of sinners so that we who trust in him could be saved and sing joy to the world. I hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas. I hope to see you tonight uh, at our Christmas Eve service and then back tomorrow for Christmas Day worship. I, I love you guys. Take care. Celebrate Come Christmas well. Thou long Jesus, born to set thy people free.
Jesus. Let